Hey you guys, welcome back to On to the Next Podcast. Um, This is episode 7 and today I'm really excited. Uh, We are going to be talking about like health, fitness, wellness, um, getting started in the gym um, and things people don't necessarily tell you about. But before we get into that, um, how is everybody doing? Um, It is Tuesday night here um work was fun hit the gym now i'm home um making a chicken crust pizza which those are fire um so that's in the oven and yeah just hanging out um i hope everybody had a good week last week um a fun little valentine's day um i definitely tried to have a good valentine's day um just like make it like cutesy and fun um because I know a lot of my friends, like, back home had, like, Valentine's Day parties, and that's, like, a big trend this year and last year, so I definitely was having FOMO, um, so I was, like, you know what, I'll have my own Valentine Day, and I, like, decorated some cupcakes and made a heart-shaped chicken crust pizza, and what else did I do? Um, that's like it, but it was, it was fun. It was cute. So hope everyone had a good week. You loved yourself as much as you loved other people. Um, cause that's important. Um, but today I'm very excited to talk about working out because it's something I enjoy doing. Um, and I think it's something that a lot of other people enjoy doing, but I also think it's something that is intimidating to a lot of people, something that people don't necessarily know what they're doing um and I am by no means a professional or have any business giving anybody any kind of advice but more so looking at it as somebody who has been and is currently going through that process and um somebody who was new to it at one point and then kind of fell in love with the routine of doing it and the commitment and grind and things like that so I feel like I have a a uh, partial point of view and um room where I can speak on it um and just like basing everything off of like my personal experiences and things that I have learned um and have tried and heard and just things like that and things that I've done and worked through to see kind of like what works for me and kind of what that looks like so I'm excited to talk about it because I think that there's a lot of misinformation out there as well as like you don't necessarily see a full journey from somebody. I think people who it's their job to talk about fitness and wellness and things like that, you kind of see them at their end point or you see like progress photos or things like that, but you don't see them in in it. You know what I mean? Like you don't see them like actively going through it every single day um, as much like with people who have much larger platforms um so yeah I think that there's just like a lot of confusion out there I should say and I'm just gonna reference like the own my own confusion and things that I saw when I first started out so yeah I'm just excited to talk about it so the first thing I wanted to talk about um I guess is kind of like where I like to get my information from and 
Um, I have a couple friends who are licensed like nutritionists and um, personal trainers. So they're always a great frame of reference for me and people I like to go to to ask questions. Um, As well as um, I have a couple like fitness and wellness influencers that I follow um, and have followed for about like five or six years. Um, So people that I just like love seeing their life and learning from them. Um, from them, I see it's just like a like nice little like tree, I guess. Like from people that you follow, like people who have their own like apps and programs and things like that or coaches. I've like messaged coaches on the internet and have had like consultations with them to talk about things and um, things that they like to do. And I like to, I'm literally one of those people who DM people all the time. Like I don't care. Like, we're all people. If it's weird, whatever. But I like to DM them and kind of ask them questions and just try to learn more. I love asking questions. And that's, like, the way that I personally feel like I learn the best with learning, like, information like this um, is having, like, a conversation about it versus, like, looking it up on the internet and reading about it. I feel like I don't necessarily comprehend it the same way because it's just a bunch of black words on a white screen. So... It's not as, like, engaging, I feel like. So, I don't know. But, um, so, like, being able to actually, like, talk to somebody and talk to somebody who has experienced it versus just, like, science being, like, posted in front of your face, which science is science and it's real and we should believe it. But just, um, that's how I learn. And I think that that's personally the best way to learn is asking questions. And I definitely encourage people I think starting out too it's important to ask questions and if you're still not getting it like keep asking keep asking the questions until it makes sense because with a lot of things like progressive overload and caloric deficits and eating the right amount of calories and your macros and literally just anything um for me it has been a process and like It took me a very long time to kind of like wrap my head around like everything. Like, yeah, I was reading it and I understood, but I didn't like understand it completely. So um, it did take me a lot of people to ask. And I did ask one of my friends and she just explained it in a way that just like finally clicked. And I think that that's a really important thing, just like life advice in general I think that you know you can come across like tons of teachers and coaches and things like that but sometimes you just like mesh really well with a certain type of teacher who explains something in a certain way that like your brain understands and so I think you should ask questions until you get the answer that like you personally need um because until you find that answer like it's just gonna be a challenge and it's already a challenge but like you know, so ask your questions until you ask it a thousand times and then you finally get your answer that you're looking for. So I know I've mentioned before that like the nutrition part of it was always a struggle for me over exercising. Like exercise is something that I look forward to every day and something that I like to prioritize in my day. Um, And I've been like that for a few years, but I wasn't seeing any changes in my body because I wasn't eating correctly like I just wasn't eating enough food during the day and it's something that I didn't realize was as bad as it was until I started like plugging my calories in um 
and seeing like, wow, you're really not eating that much protein and you're really not eating that many calories. And for me, I think it was so difficult because I was kind of just like, I don't know where to start. And like, I knew about like figuring out like your BMR and what a calorie deficit is and like figuring out what, how many macros you should be eating, multiplying it by your body weight and things like that. Like all of those things I knew. Um, but I feel like I was so focused on like, I don't know how much I should be eating of what in terms of like a calorie deficit. And I think it was for a few reasons. I feel like I was looking at it like, um, I want somebody to tell me exactly what I should be doing and eating. Um, and I feel like I was worried about like still not eating enough and like being in a too big of a deficit where it still wouldn't work or on the other end and eating in a surplus on accident and like gaining weight, which like was not my goal and is not my goal at all. So um, kind of figuring out that part like I feel like I was afraid to commit to a number because in my head I was like I need it to be exact and I need it to be correct okay just to like keep things real because that's exactly what this is um my timer went off for my pizza so I just took a 30 minute break and ate my food um and let me put you on something it's probably the best chicken crust pizza I've ever made okay and I'm serious like grab a pen and write this down um, use one can of chicken, which I know is like kind of scary, but you know, we do it to be a hot girl. Anyways, one can of chicken, an egg, and a fourth cup of Parmesan cheese, and you like mix it all together. Then you put it onto a pan and make it into a shape. And I think it's more fun when you put it into a fun shape other than like a circle or a square. Because when I made my heart-shaped pizza, it was just, like, so cute. So sometimes when I make a circle, I, like, pretend it's a smiley face underneath all the toppings. But, you know, whatever you want to do. Um, you flatten it out, and then you put it in the oven at 425 for 20 minutes. Then you take it out and can add, like, whatever sauce or toppings that you want. And tonight I used um, buffalo sauce. Um... I used red onions because, like, onions are so good. Like, I don't care if you think they're disgusting. Like, onions are literally delish. Red onion, um, mozzarella cheese. I put some blue cheese crumbles on there because it was a buffalo pizza. And that was it. And then you put it back in the oven and you cook it for, like, five more minutes or so. Took it out. And then I made some protein ranch, which is literally just plain greek yogurt and ranch seasoning mixed together and then i like spread that on top so hella protein um and depending on like what kind of sauce and cheeses you use it can be like super low-cal i didn't have any of those things and i did go a little ham so i should have used like maybe less cheese or something but whatever it is what it is um but yeah, so good. So just had to like let you know that I literally took a food break recording this and had to let you know that it was delicious and you should eat it. But anyways, back to what I was talking about before the little commercial break, but um, which flows perfectly into what I just said. Like I did go over like my 
calories today by probably less than 100, but um, within, I'd say probably like 50 or so calories, so nothing like too major, and like it is exactly what it is, like, you know, just because you go over one day doesn't mean tomorrow I should eat less, like you just, you know, take it one day at a time, I did like hit very high protein for today, so like, I mean, like it is a positive in what it is, Um, I worked out you know, so tomorrow I'll just make sure to stay on track with what it is. And I think that that's something that's like very important to remember and to think about is that like just because you go over one day or eat less one day, you shouldn't eat more the next day. Like you have to try to stay as consistent as possible. And that was something else that really helped me like understand it. So I guess the first place I should start is I asked my friend um, who is a licensed nutritionist just to like explain it to me. I was like, I feel like I'm just having a really hard time just like understanding and knowing where to start with that number. So she was just like, you need to find your basal metabolic rate um, and then from there figure out like how many calories you want to be eating a day. So for a deficit or a surplus, um, I believe it's similar in terms of how much you increase your calories. Um, So for me personally, I think, and again, this is just me saying it based off of things that I've read and heard other people talk about, um, I think it's safest to stay within like a four to 600 calorie deficit. Um, You never want to do like, I don't know, I personally don't think you should ever cut like a thousand calories out. That's not realistic. I mean, it depends on your goals and I guess how much you, it just depends on you. So that number, but um, four to six hundred, I say, is a safe place for the majority of human beings. Um, and then I'd say probably if you're trying to do a sur- surplus, you would do the same situation of gradually adding on your calories as you go. Um, so I figured out like what maintain- maintenance calories are for like how much I'm exercising and like my height and weight um and then I just subtracted I started with 400 I took 400 off the top and that's what I try to eat every day sometimes I do eat less than that so I try to stay like within the four to six hundred um zone um because sometimes I feel like I'm just like eating all day and I don't feel good like trying to hit a certain goal so I'm just like you know try to stay as consistent as possible within that window like I never am like well I'm just gonna eat like a thousand calories less than what I'm supposed to because I don't feel like eating um I try to keep it within the same window and I think that that's like the best thing to do like you just have to trial and error um and then so after speaking with her and I was like you are the first person to explain that to me and like have me actually understand like it was just like so nice to have it click finally And also, so this was after Christmas on my way home. I was listening to a podcast from two girls that are on TikTok. um, And it's called the F Word podcast. Um, But they were talking about um, calorie deficits as well. And they also explained it in a way that helped me understand. And just going back to me feeling like I needed someone to tell me a specific number they talked about like the things I just mentioned with your BMR and 
you know, only taking off like a couple hundred calories off the top to begin with. But they literally were just like, you just have to like do things that she was like, you have to like, if you're just getting started, like track everything that you're eating, even the greens that might as not have as many calories in it. But she's like, when you're first starting out, I think it's important to see literally everything you put into your body. Um, she was like, track everything and then start somewhere. Just like start eating like a few hundred calories less. Do it for a few weeks. Track everything. See how it goes. And if you're not seeing any results or you're seeing opposite of what you want to do, then like make the adjustment there. And I was like, bruh. That is like, seems like this most normal basic thing in the entire world and it's just something I never even thought of doing because in my head I was like so worried about a certain number and it needed to be the correct number where I could have just been like trying it out seeing what worked for me but I think it's because I wasn't eating consistently enough or doing anything consistently enough other than exercising that I wouldn't have been able to see those results anyways and that's something else that they were talking about and they were like they just mentioned like what consistency actually is and consistency is you know sticking to like the workout plan that you make for yourself what works for you but it's also eating so like she was just like if you eat just throwing out easy numbers but like 2400 calories a day and then the next day you're eating 1400 she's like that's not consistent at all which obviously but like just like going on that scale she's like you're not being consistent with it so like obviously you're not seeing any changes and like you might be eating less each day like you might not be eating in a surplus or anything like that but like you are not giving your body enough nutrients to see any changes happening because I think that's also something that people think about like I hope by now people know that starving yourself is not how you lose weight and I don't know if that's a thing. I think that's gotten a lot more like attention and has been shared and talked about a lot more. Um, But I know females naturally undereat throughout the day. It doesn't have to be because of anything. It's just in our nature, um, which I have heard from a couple different like medical professionals. So that is a a real fact, not a personal opinion. Um, But yeah, I was just like, here I am thinking I'm so consistent, but really the only thing I'm consistent about is like working out. But like I literally have no idea how much protein I'm eating in a day or anything like that. So that was the second thing that really helped it click for me. And then I actually started speaking with like a fitness coach himself. We had a Zoom call. He lives in Arizona. Super cool has great content his name is josh friedman i definitely would follow him if you like that kind of stuff because he's awesome like this huge like jacked guy but super cool um he has really good content too just like posts like good meaningful things i think um yeah he's cool but i talked with him too and he was talking about like do you track your food and i was like i did for a little while um But I just told him, I was like, I feel like I started to become like obsessed with it in a way and not so much like obsessed with it. Like I felt like I couldn't eat anything until I tracked it. But like I was just like so worried about like or I was afraid that I would become obsessed, you know, like that. So it was just like and that's when like 
intuitive eating was like a big thing but like I should have known from the beginning that I'm so good at being like I'm busy I'll eat it later or I'm doing something like I'll get to it so like my intuition was not very good in terms of like Molly you're hungry you should go eat I was like Molly you're hungry but like you have to run these errands real quick so like run these errands and then like it was three hours later and then I was like oh I should probably like eat lunch so yeah but like that's kind of funny that's like the first time I had that realization and it's kind of funny okay but yeah so long story short track your food and you also have to figure out your BMR and then you just have to start somewhere and see what works for you a lot of it is trial and error and that was something I was afraid to do and I feel like it kind of held me back for a long time before I was like no we're getting serious about this so the next thing I wanted to talk about was this is like low-key one of my biggest pet peeves about it all um and it's mostly like what I see in comments on social media um which not to contradict my point of asking questions because I do think that's really important I think it's the way you word questions and the way people word questions and just like something that I find like frustrating is when I'm like scrolling through TikTok and like a lot of my for you pages health and fitness stuff because it's stuff that I like frequently you know everybody knows how an algorithm works but um is like going through the comments and either it's a video of somebody showing exactly what they've been doing and sharing like meals they eat and like workouts that they post like workouts throughout the video and things like that and people comment and they're like what did you do or they say this is I think this is my pet peeve they're like what's your secret and y'all we need to stop asking that question because I've been there I've asked people that question not what's your secret but I've reached out to people and I've been like I feel like I need guidance and I think that's okay that's like a very valid question to ask like figuring out what has worked for other people just to keep your options open because it is a lot of trial and error and it's a lot of like seeing what works for you and what works for somebody else may not work for you and vice versa so I think it's a fair question to ask but in terms of it being a secret, like, there's no secret to it. And I think that a lot of people think that there's a secret, mostly because I think a lot of people want to see a quick fix, a quick result, and that's just never going to happen. It isn't. It's never going to happen in a realistic way, in a way that's going to be effective and last a long time. Um, like, the foundation to it is very black and white I think like for real I really do think it is whereas like there are things that you know you have to try and figure out for yourself like the structure of it is never going to change and what I mean by that is like protein and how many calories you're intaking two of the most important things I think in my opinion um eating protein itself like helps you burn calories builds muscle things like that as well as like obviously everybody knows like you have to burn more calories than you eat and as long as you're in a calorie deficit and focusing on your protein you should be pretty good now like carbs and fats and things like that are important but for me personally I like to focus on those two because I think 
it's a lot as it is like focusing on like working out and your steps a day and just like your own personal goals you make for yourself on top of like your menu and like breaking all of those different things down I think can be overwhelming so the two I choose to focus on are protein and calories and I think that's what a majority of people do as well um again I think it depends on your goals but carbs are good for you so eat your carbs because carbs help with your just like mental function people who like cut out carbs like I've seen it with like family members of mine who go on a no carb diet or a low carb low to no carb diet and like I swear their brain is so foggy like carbs are good for you so everything in moderation but it also depends on your goals too so yes but that whole misinformation is silly to me and I hate when people are like I'm not eating carbs like okay but like (laughs) you should and quick fixes you guys those aren't real it's not real and I think that that's Another thing that I think is a challenge for people is that my biggest thing is that you have to fall in love with the process. You have to want to work out. You have to want to eat well. You have to, you have to want to do those things because if you start looking at it like a chore, it's going to be miserable. Like, if you have to be like, oh, I have to work out today. Like, I say that to myself, too, because I'm like, oh, I need to take care of it. But it's something I enjoy doing. And I've seen a lot of things before where people are like, instead of saying you have to do something, say, like, I get to do this because, like, it is a privilege. Like, it is a privilege to move your body and to eat certain foods and just things like that. And I think that those are two little things that we can take advantage of because it's not something that we necessarily have to think about. Um, but I think that mindset is the difference between people who are successful and who are not. And I think that there are different classifications of people. I think there are people who don't see results, so they give up because they're like, well, nothing's changing, so why am I doing this? Um, people who do quick fixes, but didn't fall in love with the process so their results either didn't last um or a lot of times when people do quick fixes or take medications which I know you can be prescribed medication I know people who have been who it helps with their process um like it's prescribed by a doctor and it's different than like a fat burning pill and skinny tea and stuff like that like it's it's just different so I know that there are differences out there but the things that or like fad diets and crash diets and things like that like that's not sustainable long term um and a lot of times if you do those things like you can gain back twice the amount of weight that you lost so it's always something to like those things are real that's a real thing um and then lastly I think there are people who don't see results but love the process so they don't give up and I like to classify myself in that category because it is something that I enjoy doing with my life but I haven't seen the results I wanted to but that's because I've never been as consistent with it as I thought I was being so okay my other hot take is that um I think fitness is a trend 
Um, not like the concept of fitness itself, but things within fitness are trends. So like I know Pilates is a really big deal right now and, you know, strength training and like the 12, 330 and all those things doing the Stairmaster and running on it and just all this stuff. Like people come up with their own things that work and then it starts trending and people are talking about it. But I think it quickly turns into a, you need to be doing this to see results. Like, um, I know that for a little while, like people were talking about how you should focus on lifting weights more than doing cardio. And it originally started as like, stop with the endless amount of cardio and no lifting weights and switch to lifting weights and doing cardio. But I feel like it quickly turned into, if you want to see results, you need to stop doing cardio and lift weights. And I feel like I was a culprit of that for sure because people always just told me like, you need to lift weights, you need to lift weights, you need to lift weights. Like it burns more calories than cardio, blah, 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 which I know is true. So I wasn't really doing any cardio. Like I was literally just lifting. And I am a naturally large female, okay? I'm 5'8 or 5'9. Like I'm built, like I'm strong, I'm muscular, like all those things. So I was just lifting weights and gaining weight. And I was like, this is stupid. It's not working. But I had no idea how much food I was eating. Like I was not tracking or paying attention to that. But I was literally just lifting. And like that was it. So, like, obviously, I'm going to put on mass. Like, Molly, you, <laughs> you're, you like, hitting the gym five or six days a week, and you were literally just lifting weights. Like, so that turned into a big thing. And now I do cardio every time I work out, um, whether it's a 30-minute walk at whatever pace I choose on the treadmill. Um, sometimes I incline walk. It's really whatever I feel like doing. Um But yeah, like those trends happen and I feel like they give people the wrong idea. Like you don't have to do Pilates to lose weight or to look a certain way. Like if you like doing Pilates, you should absolutely do it. But like my whole point is that like you have to find what works for you. And that's the biggest thing about it. So like lifting heavy weights and not doing cardio may work for someone, but it does not work for everybody. And maybe doing cardio and left less weight training works for you and it doesn't work for somebody else so like you have to you have to try things out and see what works for you um and that's kind of like everything that sparked it so I've been doing the stairmaster lately just because so I used to really enjoy running um but ever since like my ankle surgery like it just hurts and just like all the years of performing catch up to you and like your hips hurt and your knees hurt and you feel like a a hundred year old person. So I run occasionally, but it's just not the best for my body. So I don't typically do it. Um, so lately I've just been like hot girl walking and I love it. Um, whether it's outside or on the treadmill. Um, and then I've been doing like the Stairmaster and I used to hate the Stairmaster because I would see people post videos and they were like try this out and like they were going at a speed of like seven or eight consistently the entire time so like I would do it and I was like miserable on it and I was like this freaking sucks like I don't want to do this anymore 
Um, so then I tried it again and I did it for 20 minutes and I was like, oh, okay, like this is tough. Um, and then I did it the next time. I was like, well, I did it for 20 minutes last time. Let's do it for 30. So I did it for 30. And the next time I did it, I was like, well, we did it for 30. Let's do it for 45. So I did it for 45 minutes. And people were like, you're crazy, like, blah, 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 whatever. In, like, a fun way. But they were just like, I don't know how you did that. And I was like, well, I just, like, found what worked for me. And I don't get on there, and I don't, like, stay at 7 or 8 miles per hour or whatever. It's not miles per hour. Is it? I don't know. But whatever. Your speed. Um, I didn't do that because I was like, I would hate it after five minutes because it's not real. So what I've been doing is like I do, I increase my speed per minute. Um, so I'll get up to speed five for like at five minutes. And then sometimes like depending on how long I'm going to be on it, I like chill there maybe for 10 minutes at speed five. And then I'll bump it up to like seven for the next 10 minutes um and then I may like bump it up to like 14 and run on that for like a minute or count the stairs sometimes I like to do that um and then I'll like drop it back down to five and like do that so like you're still like keeping fun and like whatever but just because somebody else is doing something in a certain pace like does not mean that you have to do that and I think that that's something else that is very misleading when you're getting started is that like you see somebody who is in great shape like either lifting a certain amount of weight or doing a certain amount of speed or distance or length of time um with cardio and you're like they're doing it so I need to do it that way because like that's just like at least that's how it was for me like I was like looking at people lifting like 15 pound weights and I was like well they're doing 15 so I should do 15 where like in some cases like most of the cases I guess with exercises like I could have lifted like way more with those um because like I'm different than that person also there is like people lift a certain amount just like to maintain things too which is something I learned later um when I first started like oh like they actually can lift a lot more they just stay there to maintain like their current physique so I was like well that makes sense um but yeah, I was just like, with the Stairmaster, like, for me, it was minutes. Like, how how long could I push myself minutes-wise? So then I, like, fluctuated my time in order to achieve the goal of minutes. So that's something else that I was just like, I feel like people get nervous or, like, misled or even discouraged. Like, if you go in at the goal of some, with somebody else's goal in mind, like, and you can't achieve it, then you're like, I feel like it's a really easy way to like belittle yourself and be like why can't I do this or just like talk to yourself negatively and I was just like you know climbing away on the stairs and I was like this is what works for me and I like to choose like what goal I'm focusing on so even when I was running like was it more important for me to run a mile or was it more important for me to hit a pace or was it more important for me how long I was running Like, those are all things you have to think about. So, like, if you're going in to do something, like, figure out, like, what's most important to you for that day and then, like, kind of run with that for a little while. So, for me, I was challenging myself on length of time. Like, my next goal might be to do it for an hour just for kicks and gigs Um, because I already did it for 45 minutes. Like, what's 15 more minutes? Um... 
but then maybe next time it'll be like to do it for 10 minutes at a certain speed and like push myself to stay at that speed for that long you know what I mean so um that's for sure what I mean by you just have to like get in there and figure it out for yourself and I think that that's the most important thing like there's no like well I can't say that because form is very important but like any movement is good movement for your body so like again just because it works for somebody else does not mean it works for you and like because of the way I'm built like in my goals like I need to be doing cardio like daily I think like whether it's focusing on how many steps you get in a day or physically doing a certain amount of cardio a day like I know that that's something that I personally like have to incorporate into my just daily activity and focus on in order to see like my own results that I want to see and just another quick note that does apply to the incline walk so like I understand that 12 330 or whatever it's called does give people great results but for me personally I think it's boring as hell and it really like hurts me sometimes so I don't like doing it sometimes I'll do it you know but like even with that like if that amount of time is too long for you start out with a smaller amount of time and then like work your way up to it or if the incline's too high for you lower it down you know or if you want to keep the incline but lower your speed like do that too because honestly like the slower the walk on the incline I feel like the better it feels in my opinion like you really feel it through your hammies and your glutes so sometimes I like to do that after a leg day and it just it feels great so another quick side note because I know incline walking is like a very popular form of exercise now along the lines of figuring out what works for you and trial and error and things like that my next piece of advice is you need to be open to feedback and suggestions and constructive criticism like not everybody who makes a comment to you which I know that this has become a big thing especially in the fitness world like not every man who talks to you is hitting on you okay not every person who interrupts your set is trying to be rude you know like it's a public space with regular people like it's not you know like obviously you can tell sometimes when people are just outrageously terrible you can tell but I think that it's been twisted to like a guy needs to use a machine or ask a question and a girl's like leave me alone like okay they're literally not bothering you it's just a person asking you a question so like let's relax um but yeah not everybody is trying to like have it out for you or to fix you or anything like that in a negative way form is so important and if somebody is offering you advice on in a respectful way um I think you should be open to it and you should take it because if I was doing something wrong and a stranger told me like hey like if you keep doing that like you're gonna hurt yourself like I would be so appreciative of it because I don't want to one I don't want to do something wrong like because it is your body and if you do too much weight or you and you your form is bad like you could hurt yourself in a very bad way depending on what exercise you're doing but all those things are important and like my friend like we worked out together once and I was talking about tricep extensions she was like yeah you do those wrong and I was like wait for real and she was like yeah like your elbows are too far 
out to your side like you need to have them in and then I did it and I was like oh wow and she was like yeah it's a really common mistake but I just like wanted to tell you and I was like thank you because like I would have no idea but I was like no wonder my elbows hurt so bad you know what I mean like it's helpful those things like click in your brain so be open to feedback because I know one time which I feel like it's like contradictory but you know like there's there's always a gray area somewhere you know but like my friend was working out and she was only using machines which machines are cool but like the cable machine's great free weights where it's at free weights like if you use those it engages more muscles in your body so it's more beneficial for you and I said that like I was just like oh like you should try free weights like it works more muscles like it it's just like quote-unquote better and she was like this is what works for me and I was like okay like that's great like I'm sorry I was like I was just trying to (laughs) like help you but so I guess like feel it out honestly like before you tell someone something like I know I've said before like I've wanted to go up to strangers and be like bro if you keep turning your knees in like that like you're gonna need a knee replacement next year and I think you're 16 years old so obviously I've never done that I've always wanted to though I just don't really know how people would react to that but fill out your situation but also like people aren't just like trying to be negative and tell you what to do they're just trying to help you so another thing to keep in mind okay and just like to go back to sorry like my ideas just keep popping in my head um (laughs) but just to go back to like figuring out what works for you like things people post can be very like misleading and I feel like it does get twisted into like a toxic untrue thing um I also really hate when people post doing this burns way more calories than doing this like okay cool like that's awesome but I feel like that turns into someone being like this person said this is better so I shouldn't be doing this anymore like now again do what works for you if you enjoy running a mile or 10 miles then go run 10 miles i'm just serious like you don't need to run on the stairmaster and you don't need to walk on a silly incline on the treadmill because it's freaking boring okay like go walk some hills outside on a beautiful day it trust me it's like just way more enjoyable but yeah um ignore just ignore things like that because you know what regardless of it being true like if you're miserable while doing it you're never gonna stick with it so okay next thing is nutrition which i feel like we did discuss nutrition a little bit in terms of your macros and calories and things you should eat but now we're gonna jump to like actually what i guess you would get in a grocery store now you don't need to eat chicken and drink protein shakes in order to achieve your goals either and i bring that up because some girl on tiktok was like i've been eating chicken and chugging protein shakes and nothing's changing like girly pop that's probably why because why are you chugging protein shakes that's disgusting like like i sometimes have to force myself to drink a protein shake because i'm like i need more protein today and i just hate it because honestly protein shakes are disgusting like, yeah, you can dress them up and things like that. But, like, I never want to chug that shit ever. So, I don't know. That's probably the first problem there. <laughs> but, if again, if you enjoy chugging protein shake and it works for you, go for it. I just think 
grand scheme of things, it's you don't need to be doing it. Um, you can eat good food um, and you are allowed to eat hamburgers and bread and sandwiches and sweets and drink alcohol and eat pizzas and eat cheese and all this stuff. Like, it doesn't have to be crazy and it doesn't have to be boring. Um, and I think a lot of people who post like what I eat in a day is like at least for me I feel like there aren't a lot of realistic what I eat in a days um it's more of somebody who does have the time in their day whether they're working from home or if like fitness and wellness and things like that is their job um they have the time to cook every single meal clean up after it and like cook the next meal um whereas people who like don't work at home and have other things that they have to be doing like that's why I feel like the struggle to reach your goals from a nutrition standpoint is difficult because like I know when I was serving like it was just not real like it was just like okay I'll eat before work and then I'll eat at midnight when I get off work and that's like the window I had um or like shove a pretzel in my mouth like when I was in the back on like all my tables were good you know what I mean so um like you're allowed to do those things again as long as you're staying like within your calories like you do have to account for like if you're gonna go out and drink like maybe think about what you're drinking or change up what you're drinking like drink a McUltra or a Miller Lite or a White Claw you know what I mean or I would never do this because I think vodka's gross but like people drink vodka waters like if that's something you enjoy do it but you know what like it's just something you have to think about just like if you're gonna eat birthday cake like how many calories is in a birthday cake generally you know and then throughout your day think about like oh i'm gonna eat birthday cake later so let me chill right now let me make sure i got enough and then if after you eat birthday cake and you still have calories left over like you should certainly eat those calories and like go fill them up with something else but yeah they're just like things you have to think about but you're like still allowed to eat it because you're still within your goal you know, unless one of your goals is to give up sweets, and that's just a whole other, whole other thing. But just for the point of this conversation, yes, you're allowed to eat what you want because I think a lot of people, which I, drives me nuts, people think like, oh, I'm trying to lose weight. Let me eat a salad. Like, okay, first of all, boring. Okay, because it's usually just like lettuce and crap. But also, I don't think people realize salads can be just as fattening or even more fattening than a regular meal and it has less nutrients depending on what kind of salad it is so for example i really enjoy when i go to chick-fil-a and i'm trying to be a good girl which i have been like i've been getting grilled nuggies or i do enjoy the cob salad a lot but i haven't been getting french fries or chick-fil-a sauce because condiments i'm a sauce girl they have so many calories in them depending on what they are so like it's really depressing to think about like how many calories are in a sauce packet but anyways with the cob salad it comes with their delicious like avocado lime ranch dressing and it's so freaking good okay the salad itself which i always get crispy chicken because like again like i need to eat the calories and the crispy chicken is good so i'm gonna eat it and that one is like 440 calories i think 
okay listen also the like only like good fast food to eat here is chick-fil-a so i like have those things memorized especially because i get the same thing every time but yeah i think it's like 440 calories but then the avocado lime ranch dressing is i'm pretty sure like 380 calories for the packet and a packet is a serving and i like dressing so i want to use the whole packet or a majority of the packet okay 380 calories allegedly something around that range for sauce that is literally almost the same amount as the whole salad so you just turn that into like a 900 calorie meal for salad when for 900 calories i could eat a freaking three-way and a cheese coney probably and maybe something else i don't really know from skyline but you know what i mean and get more protein so just a little little perspective for people who think just eating salad is the way to go like mm, unless you're substituting that fat-free honey mustard dressing which is really good and it's only it's 90 calories for the whole pack so i've been doing that and it's good i love honey mustard so it's all good but as long as you make like little adjustments like that and like what i said tonight about my chicken pizza like i made my own ranch and it was a quarter cup of greek yogurt so it was like 15 grams protein teat ranch okay when like i couldn't even have like a tablespoon of ranch without having like a billion calories but also like if you want to eat the ranch eat the ranch like you just gotta you just gotta make up for it somewhere else you know what i mean so yeah just like little swaps that you can do and it's great and yeah so like eat the chicken nuggets maybe switch out the dressing okay you don't have to eat lettuce and then eat the dressing you know what i mean like you're getting more protein in one area so just you gotta sacrifice a little bit somewhere else and you're gonna be a hot girl and freaking i don't even know which one's the model Gigi, bella i'm so sorry if i offended anybody with asking that question but let's just do, mm, no i'm mad at her regardless you could be a victoria's secret supermodel eating those chicken nuggets you know what i mean so a win's a win so i kind of wanted to do my own little what i eat in a day um spinning off of that because like it is realistic for somebody who works nine to five and works out and things like that um i have made sundays my meal prep day which is has been a lot of fun actually i enjoy it um i think it's relaxing um so this week and last week i actually found this recipe for breakfast sandwiches so i meal prep those the way i made it this week and last week wasn't exactly aligned with the recipe but that's because the recipe called for like she made her own like turkey patties and i like ground turkey is just like gross low-key but i did cook with it this week so i'm not getting as much protein with the version i made last week and this week um but they're still really good um she just like makes eggs and another like great substitution to help with like getting in your protein and things like that is like adding greek plain greek yogurt to your eggs um makes them fluffy so instead of using milk um great source of protein um i've been doing that and then you just like bake them cut them into six little squares in the pan put it on an english muffin with like whatever toppings you want and then like your choice of breakfast meats too but you can just like wrap them up in aluminum foil and then um like heat them up in the microwave 
and you get breakfast every day of the week and it's been super easy and very helpful um for me i can just grab it and then heat it up in the microwave at work so that's been great um for lunch this week i have i made like little like ground turkey bowls so i mix like ground turkey with a mixture of vegetables and then put it over rice and then i love like plain coleslaw right now because it's like so crunchy and i like put that on top that meal i'm always hungry so i've been eating like the granola chewy bars um so like 100 calories and like delish but my boss buys snacks for the interns and then we just eat them all um throughout the day which is fun so i've been eating like chewy bars which also helps my sweet tooth and then i had um like peanut butter and jelly tortilla roll-ups on like the carb county tortillas they have like five grams of protein in them so i had those for like a pre-workout snack and then for dinner yesterday i had buffalo chicken tacos so pretty much the same thing i did with the pizza um in terms of like the plain greek yogurt and things like that and then i just put them on the little carby tortillas and coleslaw on top but it was delish like those were actually very good um and then because i needed more calories and protein for the day i made like a little protein yogurt bowl which has also been really good um and i'll share that recipe too because if you don't think about it hard enough it tastes like cookie dough um which i could eat i could fuck up a whole package of cookie dough for real like raw like mm, plain raw cookie dough is just the best and it's sickening like how much of it you can eat in one sitting and then you're like oh my god like (laughs) yeah i know everyone loves plain cookie dough so um but it's however much you want to do but i typically do however much would be in a cup that you get so i think it's like 5.3 ounces but whatever yesterday i think i did five ounces of plain greek yogurt a scoop of vanilla protein powder um i love like the pb fit um peanut butter powder for smoothies and sometimes i'll make that up if i don't want to eat like regular peanut butter um i put two tablespoons of that in there which i believe is the serving size um sugar-free cheesecake pudding mix like um i think it's like a fourth of a package or something like that for each serving so i put that in there and then mixed it all together and added some chocolate chips and then like put it in the fridge for a little bit but that made the chocolate chips hard so i didn't love that so if you're gonna put in the fridge wait to add the chocolate chips i think in my opinion but yeah it was like pretty good and it was a good way to again sweet tooth but yeah, so that was delish. But that's like what I ate yesterday. And I eat Rice Krispie Treats before the gym sometimes, which are also really good. So definitely doesn't have to be boring. You just have to, which has helped me a lot, is just like making substitutions in places and like making my own version of something. So like, for instance, the ranch and like things like that. So love that. I hope you guys try the chicken pizza and the yogurt bowl for sure. Okay, I hope this is fun and enjoyable to listen to. I was like, I'm kind of just rambling on. I say that every time, though, and people enjoy the rambles, so whatever. Anyways, um, next thing I wanted to mention was, you guys, I feel like the skinny girl and unrealistic body type is back in trend. Skinny girl definitely is, which is 
fine if you want to look like that. That's great. I mean that. That sounded very sarcastic. But, you know, if that's your goal and that's what you want to look like, that's awesome. And I encourage you to look and feel however you want. But I've also seen girls on TikTok get sad that the trend is back, which I totally understand. But going back to you have to decide what it is your goal is for yourself and just stick with it because you want to know what body types go in and out of trend more often than when I wash my hair so that's saying something so if you want a dump truck go build it and stick with it because I guarantee in a year people will be wanting the booty people always want it people always want a big booty Okay, I know that they do. They just want to be slim, thick. And at least that's what I want. (laughs) But yeah, so a lot easier said than done. Comparison happens. But you just have to figure out what you want to look like. Because screw everybody else. Who cares? It literally only matters how you feel. And like I said, body trends come in and out so often. And right now it's the skinny girl with a boob job. And that's, it is what it is. The 2000s are trending, okay? Just, it's one of those things. But I guess I just bring that up because don't let little things like that, like, discourage you from doing things that you enjoy, which I think is just, like, general life advice to think about. You know, like, if you want to be a strong female or male, I don't know how many men listen to this, but whatever it's cool when guys are strong so it's cool when females are strong too you know um then like be a strong female you know like and if a girl doesn't want that then they don't want it but as somebody who has like i'm over i'm always overweight but as somebody who was like much larger in high school and then lost weight and like her body changed and things like moved like the way like I carried my weight differently you know I don't know I'm still single I still have always been single I've never really had a much of a love life like it doesn't I don't know guys are the worst so like don't do it for any male validation ever because girls are going to support you if they are a girl's girl those are the only time of girls we like they're girls girl they will support you no matter what and being strong is cool and that's a great thing and i just encourage you if that's what you want to do you should don't let a body trend discourage you or change your mind because it's not i don't really think it's worth it i'm gonna say that it's not worth it so yes which brings back to the next step of molly's um getting started starter pack in the gym and that is to look for more realistic goals um like i said before look for realistic what i eat in the day i love using my air fryer and i love these little chicken nugget things that tyson makes they're like these honey battered chicken nuggets i don't freaking know not the greatest macros like you only get five grams protein it's like to 10 for calories so not good at all for real like if you think about it it's not like it's a great thing but 
I eat those when I want to eat honey mustard. So truthfully, that's what I do. And then I'll eat broccoli with it or something, you know? So (laughs) that is a realistic day. You don't have to eat freaking matcha protein oats because they look like shit. Like literally they look like goose poop. And yeah, you don't have to eat like that to be healthy or accomplish goals. So if you want to eat chicken nuggets because you want a certain sauce, I say you should do it. Um, look for body types that are similar to yours. Like find people who match your body type, who have a similar schedule to you, who anything like that. You know what I mean? Um, that's something that's been helpful for me. And when I compare myself to people, I feel like I'm not comparing myself being like, I wish I looked like them. It's more of, it's a different type of comparison. Um, But, sorry, long pause, collecting my thoughts. Um, But just, like, I know that I'm built a certain way. Like, I know that I have very broad shoulders, and I joke about looking like a freaking NFL lineman all the time because, like, they're just, like, very broad. And some people work really hard to have a big back and to have broad shoulders. Like, that's something people do. They work towards, which has helped me immensely, like, seeing these, like, skinny girls who have, like, put on weight and built muscle and are like I want a stronger back and like a bigger back and things like that like it's made me feel so much better about myself for real um and the whole thing about like broad shoulders and like things like that are feminine like I have no idea how much that's helped me personally um so like when I look at girls like I guess I started to just realize, like, Molly, you are never going to look like that because you physically cannot change the bone structure of your body. Like, you just can't. Like, I don't know how you would do it. They break my clavicle bone and shave it down. I don't know how they would f- push my shoulders together and make them smaller. I don't want to know how they would do it because that sounds scary. But if it were realistic, I don't know. Anyways, but I know that I will never look like a certain type of person. So, like, I don't compare myself to them. I just, like, appreciate them for who they are and like their beauty um versus being like I wish that I didn't have this like it's what I have so I have found like certain fitness influencers who may have like started out looking like me and they look a certain way now and like now I've been able to like look at them and follow their journey and have been like wow you were able to do that so like I know I can do that too and like I'm in the process of like you guessed it figuring out what works for me but also like watching them um so just like finding people you can relate to is also a very important thing because comparison is so easy to do but I think once you realize the people you can and cannot look like just black and white just know that's something you will never be able to achieve you start to appreciate things about yourself and other people in a positive way versus in like a why can't I have that kind of way um so two people that are my personal favorites um fitness influencers are Whitney Simmons and then Mari Mari Llewellyn um two of my favorite people um two very different like followings and messages I think that they send most people know Whitney. Um, she's really involved with like Gymshark and Alani New and things like that. Um, Mari, I follow. I think I've been 
following her for probably about like five or six years it's been a long time um but she's one of my favorites she I feel like I relate to her journey more um mostly because like I don't know she talks about like mental health a lot um she's very open about that she is very relatable Whitney is too I just want to say that like yeah they're both very relatable um Mari's more open about it though just for I mean if you follow Whitney Simmons like there's like a lot there um for her reasoning of why she's more closed off so totally understand um but Mari's like very open and honest about like her mental health and things that she deals with and then also like where she started I think her heaviest she was like 250 and she lost 70 pounds and she started her own supplement company from the ground up like literally in the attic of her dad's house I'm pretty sure um it was the attic I know she started it in her dad's house but I'm pretty sure it was the attic it's on a side note anyways um but yeah just like super relatable and like for me to like look at somebody who wasn't already thin and then gained weight I don't know what she looked like prior I know that she just like posts about pictures that where she was her heaviest and at her lowest moment um and it just felt more relatable to me um and then seeing where she is now and I feel like most people in that situation you kind of just see them like with where they are and then where where they're going um Mari it was really helpful too because she is like she posts on YouTube um and she did like a whole fitness journey of where she started so she did mention like she was following like her now husband Greg like his meal plan and he's like this big like huge muscular guy um and she was like so I was eating six eggs a day and like that's what she was eating for breakfast or just like eating like in a surplus of foods and like committing to that and all that stuff so I was like oh wow like okay so like it was nice to hear about like where she started um so again just finding people who kind of like relate to your situation and then kind of like learning about like where they start I think is also very helpful um and something that she talks about that I think is really great is with where she started with her fitness journey was the first goal she made for herself was to drink a gallon of water a day and um she just went on to mention like I knew if I couldn't accomplish something as simple as drinking a gallon of water a day like how did I expect myself to accomplish this long goal of now what's been like 70 pounds that she's lost and transformed her entire life she was like if I couldn't do that one thing how did I expect myself to commit to a whole journey of it so um that's kind of where she started with her goal setting which I know you don't have to pick like drinking a gallon of water. Like I know that that's a challenge for some people. It's difficult for me sometimes, um, mostly because I just like hate how often you have to pee. Like it's so frustrating. So like I literally just like won't drink water because I don't want to pee that much. Like you know, <laughs> like it's a real thing. Um, but yeah. So like, it's easiest to like start with a goal somewhere. Like I mentioned with like whatever workout you choose to do like start with small goals and then like once you're achieving that like then move on like it doesn't have to be like everything all at once either um which I think is something that's not as talked about as often either 
Mari and Whitney have also been on podcasts. Um, Mari actually just launched her own personal podcast, um, which is really great. So if you've never really like heard of her, I mean, she started Bloom Nutrition. Um, I know the greens are really popular right now, but um, she that's her business. Um, so if you don't know a ton about her, you should look up her podcast. I think it's called like, let me look it up real quick. Like literally I'm looking it up right now. Sorry. Hold place. <laughs> um, pursuit of wellness, um, is what it's called. Very good. So she does like an introductory episode about her. So if you've never like learned much about her, um, I would encourage listening to it. She's really great. Um, and then Whitney has been featured on a few different ones. Um, I don't remember the name of the second one, but I know that she was featured on Flourish, which is where she talks about like her mental health and things like that, which I loved that episode. Um, so yeah, I would, they're two of my favorites. So if you're ever looking for somebody to follow who is like, just like makes you feel good, like those are two of my personal recommendations. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to talk about was gym intimidation, which I think is a really big thing that holds a lot of people back when they first get started. Um, now I'm going to say this and I don't want it to sound like whatever, but that is, that's something that I personally like never experienced to my knowledge. I don't remember ever feeling that way. Um, and I think it's mostly because of like my mindset going into it. Um, and I kind of look at it like, I know that it's scary, but like, who cares? And I don't mean that in like an asshole way. Um, I get intimidated for sure. Like if I switch gyms or gym locations, like I find something very comforting about the fact of seeing the same strangers every single day at the gym um because everyone's on their own schedule so like typically people work out at the same time every single day so like I enjoy that part of it um also gyms even if it's the same gym um the layouts are different so sometimes I get intimidated when I like can't find where anything is my workout just feels all crazy so like that part of it I definitely get intimidated about um going to different gyms or a new gym um but in terms of like going to the gym itself I've never experienced that intimidation um and I think it's because I know that I'm going to the gym to work on myself like that's my goal that's mm, what I'm doing it for is me I think a lot of people who were athletes growing up and they stopped doing it like turn to the gym as a way to like push themselves and grind and things like that like that's what I did. It's also very therapeutic. So just that's why I do it. I do it for my mental stability, I feel like, and like my own personal challenge versus like, which obviously I have goals of changing my body too, but you know, that's not like the reason I'm doing it. So it's actually like enjoyable for me. Um, but no matter where you are on your journey, like Everyone is in there with the same goal, and that's to better themselves. So whether you are the version of them that just started, or you're the version of them who double their body size, you know what I mean? Like, whichever, regardless of what end of the spectrum you are, like, everyone started in 
the same place. And that was to come into the gym and work on themselves. So I like think if you think about that in that way, like it is less scary. Like those people are literally just like you. They don't look like it. They may not act like it, but like literally on the inside, that's exactly what they're doing. Whether it's because like they have to lose weight for health reasons or they just got their heart broken or they just wanted something to do. Like you're all going in there with the same goal, with the same mindset, with the same idea. And that's just to like work on you. Maybe it's to fix a part of you, whatever. You're working on yourself. And like that's like community and that's exciting and that's comforting in my opinion so that's how I've always looked at it and that's why it's never scared me because I'm just like everybody has to start somewhere and whether the guy standing next to me started yesterday or today or 15 years ago like he was me once and the person next to me like they're gonna be me next you know what I mean so yeah I think that recapping um figure out like your basic needs as a human being figure out how many calories you need to eat a day in order to stay alive figure out your maintenance calories figure out a calorie deficit or surplus whatever your goal is figure that out next figure out your goal okay what are your goals why are you working out like why are you going to the gym why are you eating a certain way things like that like what are your goals Figure them out, big or small, long-term, short-term, whatever you need to do to help. What are they? Why are you working out is a great question because why are you doing it, I think, is going to depict on are you going to stick with it? Are you going to commit to it? Is it going to become a part of your everyday life? Like, is it going to become a lifestyle for you? Because you have to love the process and you have to commit to the process. Um go to the grocery and buy good food okay eat enjoyable food because again if you're eating chicken and chugging protein shakes i guarantee it's not gonna it's not gonna be sustainable um find people who inspire and encourage you in a positive way um if you're going to compare yourself compare yourself to somebody who is similar to you so you can stay motivated and encouraged to achieve a goal. Um, finding people who are like you is very helpful. Um, listen to podcasts, um, ask questions, and remember that everybody started somewhere. You know, same goals, same idea. We all started. So I feel like that covers everything in terms of like what I want to talk about that I feel like people don't talk about. It's not talked about enough, I should say. But move your body, you know, it's important. So it's important to move your body. If you don't want to move your body, though, and you want to sit like a log all day too, go for it. You know what? It's your life. Do whatever you want. But if working out and is something that you want to do, then, and you just feel like a little confused-doodled or scared, um, I was honestly confused-doodled no matter how often I've been going to the gym, like for how long I've been doing it, and it's been, you know, a good amount of years um i was confused all the way until this year in january so like it takes time and it's a process for everybody and 
you know, some people figure it out really fast and it works for them and some people it takes time and that's okay. So if that is something that you're doing, I wish you luck because, you know, it's fun. I love it. I love lifting heavy weights and hurting my body in a good way because you should always stretch and warm up too, you know, warm up before and then stretch after. I'm big stretch your body out kind of girly. Um, and then that brings me into our MTV jam of the week, of course. It might be two. I think there's going to be two. There's going to be two. Because, guys, Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Ugh. One of my favorite songs in the entire world. It always has been. I just love it so much. And I've been listening to the live version in my car, which is, fun fact, something I really enjoy doing. I literally will look up live versions from the concert and listen to it in my car. I'll look it up on YouTube and listen to that instead of Spotify because it gives me like a serotonin boost, dude. I'm for real. Like hearing the crowd and like the live music, I just, I'm so nerdy for saying that, but like, uh, I just love it. It like just makes you feel some type of way, you know? So I've been doing that with Iris and it's just a fantastic song and it came out the year I was born. So it has to be like just a sign, you know, (laughs) me and all the other 1998 babies, but um and then the other one which this is a really good song if you're ever feeling overwhelmed i think it's just beautiful and it's like six and a half minutes long so it's great but it's called promise by ben howard um 10 out of 10 recommend it's beautiful so if you ever need something to journal to or stretch to after you work out um i would recommend that one because i love it so much um and then quote of the week which I posted on my story already. So surprise, but um, it said current vibe, current vibe, current vibe, keeping all the promises I made to myself. So set your goals and then keep them and great things are going to happen because it's so fun to set goals and then accomplish your goals. You know what I mean? Which is what we talked about at the beginning of the year with new year's resolutions but every day is a great day (laughs) to make a goal and to achieve your goals so that's all i got we are hitting a new pr of longest podcast episode (sighs) that's because i talk a lot and too much of it but yeah i will catch you guys next week but have a great day oh my god and side note i get to go home next week and i'm very excited and it's my brother's birthday and he's my bestie so i'm very excited to spend time with him but yeah so maybe we'll have a guest star next week i just like wiggled my eyes around a lot but maybe we'll see but yeah see ya